0: And I think we can go to the phones now and we can speak to a very busy man. His name is Simon Harris. Good morning, Minister. Good morning. Thanks very much for having me on. Now, before we get to the very serious uh, questions we need to ask you, just on a personal note, how are you? Uh, Do you know what day it is?
1: (laughs) I think it's Monday.
0: Um, It is Monday. I can confirm that. There
1: you go. That's that's a good start. Um, Yeah. All the days kind of roll into one at the moment, being honest. Uh, It's just so hectic, but um, I'm good.
2: How much sleep? Are you getting? Oh,
1: four hours, maybe five, sometimes. Right. Um, pretty intense, but uh, I have a young baby, so that's uh, that's good training and good practice for sleepless nights. That's definitely
2: helped. So we've, uh, if anyone wants to send in a question for uh, the minister, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four is our number. I suppose the big headline uh, grabber this morning is the nursing home situation, um, yeah. which seems to be one of the biggest clusters in terms of the virus here in Ireland. What do you think is, is, or do you know yet, what is the specific cause of that?
1: So we don't exactly know, but what we have a sense of, if you think about it, um, this virus spreads when people come into close contact with each other. So the germs literally can move from one of us to the other. And that's why we're all being told to keep apart, keep our distance, stay at home. So therefore, obviously, if you move to a place where lots of people are living, um, that increases the risk that start with. And then you obviously have a situation where lots of staff are going in and out as well. So the risk of kind of people bringing the virus in um, it's high as well, and look, we know. Let's be honest. We know every winter, whether it's the flu or the vomiting bug, we see um, the outbreaks of infection uh, where older people live. And this is a, this is the virus that, you know, a lot of us are going to get, uh, and a lot of us are going to get better from. But we do know the older you get, the more serious it is. So I'm my big priority now for really the next couple of days is to try and really get on top of the nursing home situation. We're going to meet uh, the representative body for nursing homes today.
0: And then our top doctor, the chief medical, top officer,
1: chief medical officer, um, he's going to come up with a list of recommendations and action we need to take. But um, look, we've made a lot of good progress in the last couple of days thanks to the huge work of Irish people. which just really frustrating you know, effectively to spend a normal life for so many people but to do that to try and save their lives now we need to focus on the nursing home sector for the next couple of days and try
0: and make a bit of progress there too we have a, a question from a healthcare worker in a hospital they're saying they're concerned about their s- uh, social distancing in public but not in hospitals if we're treating patients we can't distance ourselves but we're not wearing ppe
1: so yesterday we saw on the news we had an airline flight land in dublin airport from china and we're after basically Buy millions and millions of face masks, gowns, and goggles, things to keep our nurses and our doctors and other healthcare professionals safe. Because they're entirely right, we're asking them effectively to go into harm's way. You know, while well, lots of us are being told to sit at home and stay at home, these people are going to work, and we need them to go to work because they are saving lives, but we need to keep them safe too. So we're after buying a lot of PPE, um, personal protective equipment, face masks, something like Started landing yesterday and distributed today. I think there's nine more flights from China due to land to Dublin uh, with this personal protective equipment between now and
2: the start of the The process at the moment where medical staff are being tested, it seems quite long. Is, is there any specific reason for that? There doesn't seem to be any, uh, not not jumping as the queue as such as the wrong terminology, but it seems like doctors and medical staff are in the same boat waiting for testing and, and certainly results. Yeah,
1: no, that might have been true a couple of days ago, but... You probably remember we changed the, the rules for testing last week after talking to the world health organization so now we're prioritizing obviously critically ill people so that makes sense and then the next group we prioritize are people working uh, on the front line so they are being prioritized for testing and then often you now have their hospital labs processing their tests where if you or i were to get a test it would probably go to a lab so they are now being prioritized for the very obvious reason if you were a nurse or a doctor waiting for a result you, you probably can't go to work during that period of time and we need them You
2: can't to go to work, no.
1: Yeah, so we need, we need them we need them back at the bedside looking after patients they want to be back there so the quicker we can
2: get their tests the better so they are being prioritised. And obviously a lot of the testing centres over the weekend some had to close or, or didn't open because of lack of kit do you think that that won't repeat itself due to the PPE that's come in now? We've
1: got to be really honest with people here like we're gone from a situation where we were just testing people who were effectively skiing initially or in China and coming back to Ireland to a situation now where we're testing many thousands of people a day who have symptoms. And there's no country in the world that isn't going to be pressured when that happens. We've gone from a situation where we used to have an ambulance cause your house if you needed a test to now having 46 testing centres open right across the country in all sorts of different locations, including Crow Park, Park Parking, Cueves, and lots of other places. And that does mean from time to time we do kind of hit a pinch point. But I I think we've had some good news on that. The HSE has now secured 100,000 testing kits uh, a week uh, coming in, so we should see big improvements on that. You'll remember about a week ago, I think there were over 40,000 people waiting for a test. It's now just over 10,000. They are getting through it, but I do need to ask people to kind of stick with them because they're working 24-7. They're doing everything they possibly can in normal time in peace time if you like what we're asking them to do would take many many months to set up and they're trying to set it up over a couple of days to, to really get on top of it
0: Are you happy with how the public has responded to your calls to stay indoors or do you think there's more we can be doing?
1: I'm largely happy um, and I mean I'm hearing from people right across the country uh, who contact me on social media who write to me who email me telling me you know, about all the efforts they're making and people are making really big efforts and we have seen, seen the very best of Ireland and I don't, don't, don't when I say that, but like we've seen so many people step forward and say, I want to help. The one that I thought was really amazing last week was when postmen and women around the country uh, decided they wanted to do more. They weren't asked by the government, they weren't asked by their managers, they weren't offered more money. They just put up their hands and said, Look, we're calling to the homes of lots of older people every single day, dropping off letters. You know, is there a way we can check in with the older person? We obviously can't go into the house because we can't risk spreading the virus, but is there a way we can see if they need a few messages picked up or need the prescription picked up in the pharmacy? Like that sort of generosity is, is, is deadly it makes you very proud to the irish at the same time we've seen you know and i don't want to over egg it we've seen we've seen some kind of you know annoying behavior as well we obviously saw a situation the guard being spat at the street and guards having to deal with that sort of stuff this stupid thing called the corona challenge where some people are going around just think it's funny to cough in people's faces. that sort of thing but look you'll get you'll get idiots in every situation the overwhelming amount of irish people have been been really amazing and it's bloody tough for them, you know. I mean, you're asking parents, you know, the novelty of kids having a couple of days off school has long worn off. It's not like the snow. If you remember the first day of the snow, everyone was happy to be home. Second day of the snow, people were getting a bit bored. And the third day, they were nearly digging yeah. their way out of their house. Like, yeah. it's tough for families at home. Lots of kids off school, climbing the walls. But people are doing everything they can to kind of stay busy. And I've just got to remind them why we're doing this. We're doing it to save their lives. We're doing it because we don't want to go the way of Italy, where almost a thousand people died one day. But so, like, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't. That's absolutely serious. It's It's a matter of literally saving lives. And when we look back and decide, have we done well or not as a country, it'll be on the basis of how many lives we actually saved. And I can do my bit, and I will. But actually, your listeners can do way more than I can by simply just doing as their doctors
2: are asking, staying at home for all possible. Can we ask you the, the Business Post Red Sea poll that was uh, published yesterday? The Massive surge for Fine Gael amongst the public. Does that make you feel reassured that you guys are getting this right?
1: To be honest, I've been—I I actually have no time for politics right now. To be quite honest, because I'm—I mean, I'm just so stuck in working with everybody, regardless of their political persuasion. The people of this country have really come together, so I think polls can account for nothing at this stage. And I even think it's, even i even don't want to even talk about polls. But I—but I do think at the moment the Irish people. Are united and everyone is working together and whether you're the government whether you're in opposition whether you're a media presenter like yourself trying to get the public health messages out uh, whether you're people in the local sports clubs trying to do your bit to help your community and obviously the frontline workers right across the country and frontline workers including by the way people in our supermarkets and factories who are getting up today and having to go to work to make sure we all have food to eat so i just think what's happened in ireland now is People have really, really, really uh, pulled together. There is something I'm worried about beyond the coronavirus as well, and, uh, and if you don't mind me saying, I think you guys have a, have a role to play here as well, which is just, I am worried about people's mental health. You know, it's not normal what we're asking people to do. Uh, like all of us, you know, miss friends, miss family, you know, we like meeting up, you like the odd hug, you know, you like being able to go down to the pub and have a pint, hanging out with your friends, and we're basically asking people now to sit at home, and, and I think we all need to try and keep them down keep it going looking for things that we can do sharing ideas of what we're doing to keep ourselves and our, and our families kind of occupied and busy and just kind of again I don't, don't mean to sound naff when I say it but we, we all just need to be a little kinder to each other because the next, the next two weeks are going to be tough you know they are genuinely going to be tough but the prize is huge like if we get this right if we get this right we're going to look back a couple of months' time, and say, geez, do you remember that time? It was really rotten in Harness. We all had to do these really kind of weird things. I wasn't even allowed to go further than two kilometres outside the house to walk the dog. But, geez, we, we went a lot better than another country. I mean, that's a that surprise, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it's a really, really stressful event.
2: On, on that uh, kind of situation, which is essentially a lockdown, two questions, one, if I may. One, yeah. do you think there's any more steps uh, further as to what we're in at the moment? And two, do you see this period being extended past Easter Sunday?
1: So, without worrying people, there are always more steps, right? But at the moment, we don't have any, we don't have, there, there isn't a secret piece of paper in the department with a load more measures we could take. I mean, what we have done is pretty serious um, and pretty significant. It's effectively suspended normal life for so many people right across the country. Um, when I talk to our top doctors and I talk to the chief medical officer, I mean, there is a real sense of hope that if we can just, Give it, a, give it, Welly. Give it everything we possibly can for the next two weeks. We'll do our bit. The people do their bit. Everyone look after each other. That we'll actually see improvements. And there are some hopeful signs already. Like just one, just give you one. I mean, when we were diagnosing people with this virus about two weeks ago, on average they had been in contact, close contact, with 20 other people. When we're now talking to people, on average they've been in contact with five other people. So that 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 that's making it much more difficult for the virus to spread. It's going to help save lives. Do I think it'll be extended beyond Easter Sunday? It's got to be truthful, I don't know. But I think, being very honest, that these measures are so restrictive and so significant, you can't leave them in place for a very long time. So the judgment call our doctors had to make was, what's the right time to bring these measures in? So what we're planning on doing is going kind of intensively at this now for a couple of weeks, in the hope that when we get to Easter Sunday, we'll be able to say, look, we've actually made a bit of progress. Everything can't go back to normal. Um, a complete fantasy to think that's going to happen this virus is going to be with us for many months Um, but are there some things that we can lift and change on Easter Sunday I really hope so I mean that's what we're all hoping Um, because like I say we need to be able to look after the mental and physical health of people and, and the current situation you know is not one you can
2: sustain for a very long period of time we have a question here from a health worker can you say to the minister minister harris he's he's doing uh, an amazing job what can be done about patients putting us at risk leaving hospitals to smoke meeting family and friends outside i've had uh, three patients doing this this week
1: yeah well look thanks to that health worker i mean that shouldn't be happening there are now and again i don't like talking about these in a kind of scary way but i mean we do now have very clear emergency powers that any of the public health issues that we have brought in on the basis of the doctors' advice, if people aren't abiding by them, um, you know our guards and others uh, can ask them to do so. So I certainly ask that the guards kind of keep an eye with the hospital management on making sure that the message is very clear: you can't visit family in hospitals. I know that's really tough, um, we all want to visit our loved ones, particularly when they're sick. Now, obviously, there's exceptions that can be made on compassionate grounds if someone at the end of life and the like. But in general the best thing the Irish people can do to help the nurses and doctors is is not just applaud them, they deserve that applause and I was so delighted to see everyone around the country clapping for them and, you know, it was a really emotional moment in our country, but actually the best thing you can do is stay out of their way, let them get on with their job and follow the public health advice. That's how we're going to save lives.
0: Minister, a lot of people are texting in to say you, to say thank you to you and that you're doing a great job. A lot of messages of support there, so uh, you should be aware that uh, a lot of people are, are thankful of the work you and your colleagues are doing.
1: You know, I was just going to say, we're, we're, just a, we're just small cogs in a big wheel doing our, doing our bit, but everyone is doing this together.
0: When you, uh, We asked President Higgins this last week, uh, <laughs> because the, the, the guests and the questions have got very strange on the Strawberry Alarm Clock lately, but uh, <laughs> what song? what song do you wash your hands to? President Higgins picked Hosier, Take Me to Church. Well, what are you singing when you're washing your hands? <laughs>
2: well,
1: well you've, you've probably heard me telling people to sing, to sing along to Happy Birthday, but to sing it in their head. And when I say singing in their head, it's because I'm an absolute poxy, <laughs> uh, poxy singer. Um, but uh, I, I think when you're in a job like mine, um, Mr. Brightside, um, <laughs> it's a pretty yeah. important thing to try and keep up your
0: mood. Yes, indeed. So you're going to Brandon Flowers. I think that's, uh, that's a popular one, all right? Well, look,
2: once again, people uh, seem to really do appreciate it at the moment. Thank you for your time this morning. We appreciate you're your very, very busy with this constantly evolving situation. Oh, well, thank you so much. and Thanks for having me on. And thank you for getting
1: out the public health messages. I mean, just to your listeners, I just finally say, like, when there is a global pandemic, we can all feel very small and very powerless. But the truth actually is we have a hell of a lot of power here in what we decide to do as individual people and our families over the next couple of days. So please, please, please do stay at home. Um, except in those very exceptional circumstances. And this time will pass, I promise you that, we're going to get through this. And we're going to look back and the, the crack, the fun that we have in our country will be back. Um, and we'll be a safer place. But we just got to do this
2: now. Mr. Simon Harris, thank you very much for talking to us this morning.
1: Good morning, thanks a million. Bye.